Hello everyone and welcome to the, what's the 16th preview podcast for the Bad Coyote Funky podcast. Uh, in case you listened last week and were worried about our mental states, we did not forget the secret question. We just wanted you to sweat it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, guys, thinking about last week and all the Dragon Ball Z and all of our reminiscent of it and Resurrection F, my secret question is this. If you could be any race, excluding the Saiyans Aww. in the Dragon Ball Z universe, yep. Which race would you choose, and why? Hmm. That's very tough. There's a lot of really, really, really cool ones. Um, at first, yeah. at first, I like I, I want to say Namek because like they're really cool, and I, I, I like Piccolo when I first started watching Dragon Ball Z. But the Freezer race is pretty badass. Um, so I'm gonna say the Majin Buu race. <laughs> <laughs> what a shocking swerve. Uh, um. Any particular reason why the Majin Buu uh, When Majin Buu came around, I thought he was a pretty b- badass villain. And the fact that he can turn people into candy and eat them, I mean, like, listen. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I'm not exactly as kiddies. So I'm just like, oh, I can turn people into chocolate and eat them. What? Or just like, I wonder if you can turn anything into other kinds of food and eat it. He did people. I wonder if I can just turn like, like, oh, like, what is this? Like a, like a $2 burger? I'm going to turn this into fucking chicken cordon bleu. And here we go. <laughs> and now I'm good. Search, but, but search the, make you chicken cordon bleu. Or imagine you can go to like like Africa and like turn rocks into like lobster bisque and everything. Like here you Ooh. go, world hunger is solved. But the the downside is you merge with that food. Well, I wouldn't eat it. Isn't that what he does when he eats the candy? Oh yeah, but when he, he eats the candy, he he gains infuses. yeah he gains their power and their attributes, kind of like so, Kirby. So you you gain the power of a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Big Mac. <laughs> You'd have the power to clog people's arteries. It'd be so great. Yeah, that's your power as a Big Mac. Or or you your arteries would just get really clogged. <laughs> it, it took a, such a terrible turn of events. Um, yeah, well, yeah, he's awesome. He's got the stretchy going too. I was and... gonna say he can stretch. He can fly. Yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Dave? I would go with a human that got turned into an android. Oh, he took my answer. Nice. Because <laughs> one, uh, I can keep my consciousness. Yeah. And two, I can always just keep on improving myself over and over and over again. So whatever power level I'm at, I could exceed that power level with the next like upgrade of whatever I'm gonna do to myself. And I could possibly still bang chicks, so there's, oh I still got that going for me. Possibly still. Possibly, possibly. still. I one can hope. <laughs> one can hope. What if that was the one thing that was keeping your power level down? <laughs> uh, oh. ah. yeah, that's what I thought. And Casey, what are you? <laughs> um, hmm, this one's a little tough. Now that he took my is robot a race? Did you really take? Is that what you were gonna do? I was totally gonna ask if robot was a race. Yeah, the intros are. Right? Yeah, yeah, I right. mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. They yeah. just—I mean, they're robots. You know, it's like who yeah. knows. Um, well, that's why you said a human that could turn into. Yeah. Robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, like Doctor uh, Doctor. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I if I don't know if it's just because Captain Ginyu's race is capable of doing it, or if he's a mutant. Um, but his race is pretty dope. Or I could just be from Space Australia, like Jace. Chase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I think I'd be kind of okay with Space Australia. I mean, if you would have your, you know, space dingoes and all your other s- s- dangerous space place to live in the space, space outback. Space dingoes. 
Space dingoes. Space. Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. Do they <laughs> do they do they eat space babies? They might. They just the the space dingoes might just eat your space babies. No. You're not safe from any dingoes and babies. No, man. Um, I feel like you just want to be part of the Ginyu Force. I I mean <laughs> I just I pose like that on a regular basis. You can ask <laughs> the, the the people I work with who think I'm a jerk, but there you go. Who think I'm a jerk? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I know Greg's um, answer already. What's my answer? He's gonna be a three-eyed mutant like TN. Ooh, I was gonna think of that. I was just gonna go with the the Namics. I really like the Namics. Oh, the Namekian people. Uh, all the TN is fucking awesome. But I I just like how like they're the Green Lantern Corps pretty much of the Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, that sort of feels like you know like they they are linked with all the Dragon Balls and they get really powerful anyways. And if one's about to die, they can just like rebirth. You know, if rebirth and they can infuse with other Namekians and increase power levels and plus like I, well, what's PyCon? Did they ever say that? No. I know he's not Namekian. No, they never say what he was. Um, maybe you probably look it up in a wiki. Yeah, it's probably something. Watch it be like just he's a Namekian who like chopped off his antennas or something stupid <laughs> like that. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, yeah, I mean like I've always just like like you guys, like I've always thought Piccolo is a pretty badass. Like, and even though his power level could never really like come close to what Goku and Vegeta can, do, I still liked him. He still like he still has that like air about him. You yeah, know? and he's a badass too. Like he doesn't give a fuck, dude. Like he'll get into battle. Like it doesn't matter. He knows he's not as strong as the enemy. He'll get in there because he knows he can and he has to. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's not gonna just like wimp out because he like he knows he's gonna lose, but it's just a matter of like stalling i guess yeah yeah and and hey let's face it before you found out he was an alien i mean he was a demon that's pretty yeah. cool king uh, piccolo sorry i'm I'm looking up to see he's pretty bad when they introduced him i was like wow who's this guy he's i already really cool. i already yeah. i already looked it up i couldn't find anything so i didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> i'm like sitting here frantically trying to like google it here some noseless uh, green yeah. guy i mean like the, i wouldn't be surprised if it did say something somewhere because um androids 17 or 18 have names what like i don't know if you guys knew that or not but like i guess um oh yeah they had um the, actual uh identities so cause, like, i think i think yeah, there were yeah, actually like, people and then i'll just road turn them into that oh dark man yeah so like there was um i remember reading an article where um Akira Toriyama was like really confused because he kept on being like, "Why is everyone calling the androids uh, seventeen and eighteen? Like they have names." And someone was like, "You never told us their names. Like you're not in anything in the manga or the, any of the the animes. Did they he say what their names were? So he's like, oh, their, well, their names are Lapis and Lazuli. Oh, come on, yeah, yeah, Lapis that's, and Lazuli. <laughs> that's cool. But um." Yeah, that was that was the big mysterious secret question that everyone waited a couple days for. Bomb, 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 Aren't you glad you waited? Uh, anyways, uh, this week we are going to be doing another iteration of Movie Club. And again, just so everyone kind of knows, when when news kind of runs up dry in our world, and yeah, we know you know Walk, Fear the Walking Dead's on tonight, and Call of Duty Black Ops Three beta is out. Uh, but there's nothing really yet that we can 
do a whole podcast on. So this is why we get to do Casey's favorite thing in the world and watch old movies or new movies, depending on what the person chooses. Depending to on what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. We took a secret vote before we got on the show. You're breaking the fourth wall. Stop Damn. it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. No, no, pay no attention to the man behind the curtains. No. There is only Zool. Uh, wow, I'm, I'm just mixing my references today, apparently. I like so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this week, Casey is actually going to be picking Movie Club. So, Casey, what movie are you going to have us watch? I picked The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. Ooh, uh, this is a 1984 science fiction film that stars Peter Weller as uh, Peter Weller, and I, I quote from Wikipedia here: a physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, and rock musician, defending the world from interdimensional reptilian aliens. That's so 80s. Is it, is it, is it 80s or early yeah, 90s? It's 80s, right? It is. Ni- it 80s. is 1984. Wow, yeah. that's totally 80s. I love it. That whole yeah. description. Read the description again. Yeah, the uh, the description, a 1984 American science fiction film. It concerns the efforts of the multi-talented Dr. Buckaroo Banzai, a physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, and rock musician to save the world <laughs> by defeating a band of interdimensional aliens. I love that description. I love how they, so I love how they threw like, rock musician in there. Like, yeah, because like, 80s. Like, it, went, it, it couldn't make sense unless he was a rock musician. Like, that shit makes no sense. He also plays the guitar. Oh well, okay, that, that's cool. All right, it has all like the '80s things, like rock, freaking, <laughs> like science fiction, everything. Yeah, I, I mean, there were uh, there were a couple other other contenders this week, but you know, but this one has been on the top of my to watch list for a long time. To watch news. A couple other cool ones I was thinking of, maybe like Six String Samurai, like definitely like post apocalyptic. Cool. Tina, yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that one I have actually seen. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, just stuff like that, where they, they take all these elements and they kind of put it in a blender of a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always a, I've a, always appreciated stuff like that. So I, I feel like this one will be pretty darn good. Yeah, I mean, we, we watched the trailer beforehand. It was like a minute and 20 seconds. And we watched a couple of different ones. And they're just so, like... It's just everything's just in there. It's just like a, the stew of movies. It feels like, whereas it's um, like the one of the ones we watched. The first one I found um, was it just has uh, Peter Weller. And for those of you who don't Peter know, Weller. Uh, he's famous for playing RoboCop in the original movies. Um, for those of you who have not seen RoboCop and are more current in popular culture, he was featured in the show Dexter. Uh, for a season or so, yeah. I believe he played a dirty cop, and also was, really was yeah, and so, and was in uh, Sons of Anarchy also, as well. also as a dirty cop. Yeah. Also as a dirty cop, <laughs> he was also in Star Trek Into Darkness. That is as true. a yeah. dir- as a dirty also. dirty general. <laughs> <laughs> All he does is play dirty shit. He's trying to get away from playing RoboCop. He's like, I can't be a cop, guys, and he'll take him seriously. Bad guy all the way or nothing else. I don't care. Yeah. Well, he has that voice for it, too. He does. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah. just... And also... To, yeah, I was going to say, to turn it around, he was the voice of Dark Knight Returns Batman in the semi-recent animated... F- I was just going to fucking say... Spread your mind, man! Ah! It's happening. <laughs> but yeah, that was... Uh, he. Yeah, I was literally... When Casey cut me off, I was going to say that he was the voice of uh, Batman in the Dark Knight uh, Returns animated movie. 
which is the it was what, what two years ago that came out oh don't say that i feel like i just watched it not not that long ago i think it was two well i mean it was a two-parter they did part one and two uh, i think the part one came out two years and then like maybe six seven months after that um part two came out and it was it was fairly well done it was it was pretty cool but peter weller's voice was like, pretty on point for that yeah um uh, also featured in this movie john lithgow also from also in dexter john lithgow um and everyone i mean i think everyone knows who john lithgow is uh yeah, I mean, the trinity killer from dexter shrek. third rock from the sun shrek he was the uh the dad in planet of the apes the the new the newer mm-hmm. trilogy he play, oh yeah, yeah he, yep. he plays um what's yeah. his face is dead james james franco's dead. dead yeah yeah so and he's you know he's a doddering old man in that one too yeah and uh jeff goldblum also in this movie and i'm not gonna say what jeff goldblum has been in because you should already know by now and well there it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no because it's a line from the movie who's in dress park <laughs> This, uh, yeah, if you don't know a movie uh, Jeff Goldblum has been in, you have not been listening Jeff to this Goldblum. podcast very long. On second thought, if you don't know any movie Jeff Goldblum has been in, you should not be listening to any podcast we have. In <laughs> yeah, fact, you, you, you should or, go home. Do not pass go. Do not, get a, not collect $200. You lose, sir. Good day. Well, I, I, think, I think they should put us on pause and then go watch such hit movies like Jurassic Park, The Lost World, Jurassic Park 2, The Fly... Touche. Independence Day. Oh yeah, I forgot about Independence. I mean, Day. who hasn't seen Independence Day by now? <laughs> what other movie would you have Judd Hirsch play the father of Jeff Goldblum? That guy was perfect. Like just absolutely perfect. Just like the most Jewish people you can get. <laughs> all you need is Mel Brooks in there, and you're all set. <laughs> and you have the Jufecta. Yeah. So, Casey, like, but. You mentioned that this has been on your to watch list, so you you obviously have not seen it. I have not, and uh, I don't know if this is going to be a, a landmark moment for future movie clubs, a movie that none of us have seen. Um, yeah. But I am definitely excited at the prospect. I mean, you know, it's funny. Like you, you get a lot of you know, you get your free time when you come home from work. You sit down, you pop open the Netflix, you be like, oh, you know, I've been waiting to see, you know, X movie for a long time, or I'll just rewatch, you know this show but uh buckaroo bonsai is in that special kind of uh, cult pocket of film where i have yet to see it pop up anywhere that w- would just be able for me to just grab out and reach i've got the thing on vhs um so that is uh more or less my plan now is to to dig it out of storage and, and maybe watch it you heard on um, VHS, it's not how you picked it. You're like, huh, oh it's in the old VHS box. No, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I have a list of movies I want to see. And incidentally, in looking for it, I, I remember that I had it on VHS. So I, I may end up hooking one of those up. I, but maybe not. I mean, if I can swing this thing on DVD before Thursday, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Dude, if you watch it on VHS, you're going to get the total like ambiance of the 80s just like slamming right into you in uh in four by glorious four by three perspective (laughs) the only thing that would be better is if the vhs was purchased as a used vhs from a blockbuster or a video and it's 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 still in the case it's still in the case (laughs) oh god that would be great um no this is i think this one is legit i i remember seeing it not too long ago yeah Um, uh 
That's unfortunate. You need to really get into like immersed in the eighties while watching it. Watch it on VHS, one of those like large ass like big VCRs with like the where you put the v- where you put the like the actual videotape like on top while playing your Game Boy. Oh yeah, dude. You know, I just uh-huh. my only my only regret I don't have a, a CRT television in my house. Oh no, yeah, I gotta watch it on like a big boy TV. Oh no, it's gonna look so much worse. <laughs> oh god. Um. I don't know about you guys, but like, whenever like you know you were describing, you come home, you sit down, you pop on Netflix. Does anyone else like just not end up watching things because it takes too long to find something to watch? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Oh man, like yeah, like I'll be, I'll just be like coming home or like I'll be ready, getting ready for bed. I'll be like, yeah, let's just pop on one more thing, and then you look through the movies. It's like, yeah, not in the mood, not in the mood, not in the mood, not in the mood. I go through my whole queue, which is like three hundred plus items. It's like, eh. and then it's like twelve o'clock. It's <laughs> like, uh. I it's like, well, I looked through the whole thing and saw what they had. Yeah. That actually happened to me a lot, like, back in, like, the single days when me and Serge would, like, go and hang out places. It's like, he'd be, like, want to go hang out. I'm like, all right, let me just watch a movie really quick on Netflix. Next thing I know, it's, like, 1 o'clock in the morning and everything closes here at 10. So it's yeah. like, up, oh, yep, there, there, there goes that plan. All right, never mind. <laughs> yeah, Netflix is such a fickle creature. And it, it never, like, it has things that you'll kind of want, but it sometimes it just leaves you wanting you know man they got all the seasons of the powerpuff girls on there now i don't know what to do with my life anymore there's actually a new season oh, for them too no yeah i heard that oh don't tease me i'm not ready that show is too amazing oh my god and oh. people who don't watch it don't get it either one of these days i have to cosplay as a very masculine like buttercup now you you do you do the oh, like the episode him. where the the prisoners take over their they wear their costumes, <laughs> <laughs> or blossom. I was like blossom better. Yeah, nah, mojo mojo jojo <laughs> mojo jojo all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, mojo jojo. <laughs> well, uh, well, in the in the vein of of a, a movie like Buckaroo Banzai, have have you guys ever dragged a friend out to see like a movie you knew was weird or or maybe they wouldn't necessarily like, but just yep. for this for the sake of seeing it. Definitely. Oh, all the time. Uh, Ultraviolet was the last one that I did that. Ooh. And it was like a lesson learned kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the action yeah. was good, but the movie itself was, was really bad. Like, Ultraviolet was uh, uh, Mir Sorvino. Is that her name? The, the, mm-hmm. the woman like who stars in the Resident Evil movies. Yeah. Uh, isn't that her movie? Mila, Mila Jokovic or something. Mila, yeah, 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 yeah. Mila, yeah, yeah, Mila yeah. Jokovic from, from Skyrim. Mila Jokovic from yeah. Skyrim. Also, to y'all uh, fun... fun Fun fact about her, um, the band Pussifer, uh, starring the guy from, you know, uh, Manor James Keenan from Tool, like his side project. Uh, his, the song was featured on Fall Cybertron. She does backup singing on that what? band sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, she's like really good friends with him. If you watch the documentary Blood and Wine, which is about his uh, vineyard. Oh, uh, I've seen that. It's pretty good. Bit. Yeah, she's in it a little bit. and. When I, whenever it's like she doesn't go on tour with the band necessarily, but if like he performs like when like it's around her like living area, she's like, yeah, I'll show up. And I think she has some vocals on uh, track too. But it's pretty cool, fun little fact. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, Serge, you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ultraviolet starts her, and it's basically about uh, it's a world of uh, they don't call them vampires; they call them like monikers or, or, or something like that anyway she's basically this moniker vampire person picture the hunger games with its like sterile government environment people living underground except that there are these other people that live like the people from underworld 
it's it's a, it's a, it's really weird but like uh when the, when, the, when the preview came out I thought it was uh it was going to be all right and I was like I think we were in high school or something so I was like hey buddy like we have nothing to do we live in the suburbs let's go see the movie and he was just like Ugh, I really don't want to see this man I'm like Let, let's go I'll pay for you okay let's go we go we're sitting there the matinee <laughs> he goes on and as it's going on my buddy's like I hate you so much for making <laughs> me sit in this movie right now and I'm just, I'm just like why the action's going on and then the action was pretty crazy and it has some like pretty interesting technological concepts like using um what's it called uh man using the properties of a black hole uh and applying that to armor to uh combat armor so basically you can do things like uh storing infinite weapons inside of a suit of armor which is what um our main heroine does like she has like swords guns things like that so imagine like the matrix i need weapons I need a gun inside of your like clothes. So she basically just so, reach into her sleeve and pull out like a long sword or like a whole bunch of guns and shit. And that part was pretty cool. And there's some other good things like how cell phones were handled, how like video conferencing was handled. They had some pretty cool concepts and really good industrial uh, design uh, at the time. Um, uh, you know, I had no idea about industrial design, but I remember when, when I started uh, meeting the, the, the guys, and I was like, oh, yeah, have you guys ever seen the movie Ultraviolet? And Mike, uh, buddy Mike, was like, oh, yeah, the movie was terrible, uh, except for their industrial design. And I was, and I was like, yeah, right? I'm like, well, what do you think was cool about it? He's like, oh, I like the whole, um, the whole like, combat suit, her bringing out a bunch of weapons from there using, you know, like, black hole technology or whatever the hell they called it. I was like, yeah, that was really cool. I was like, yeah, and their buildings, uh, their, their, their phones, their video conferencing. So yeah, using Time Lord technology, pretty much. <laughs> so so that's my movie that uh, that's dragged somebody to that you know. Yeah. I hated every ounce of that movie. Like, that movie was two, was two thousand six, by the way. What, what bothered me was two yeah. two thousand. It was like two thousand six or whatever, and it had like PlayStation One special effects. Like every yeah. single thing in there was like CG, and it was like horrible CG. You'll, like you'll cut yourself on those polygons. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember it being horrible. I, I remember, I remember it being it. more like Spy Kids looking, you know, like really kind of like animated. No, not even to that degree. Mm. I remember I, I saw it recently, and it was just like, oh, I haven't seen it since back then. Yeah, I saw it recently. <laughs> like I have not it watched it. Bad, it was as bad as I remember. Like, in fact, it was worse than when I remember seeing it. Now, I'm a big uh, fan of like really bad movies. Like, um, it's a it's a very very weird like balance of liking a bad really really liking a bad movie and then hating other movies. But that movie was just one of those like, I I another one of those movies I pr- almost left the theater if I didn't pay so much for a fucking ticket. Hmm. Yeah. Two thousand six. Yeah, that was, that was high school. It's crazy. Um, was it high school? Yeah, for me. That, that was college. Yeah, we're still we're in college, buddy. At two thousand six. Yeah, oh my god, my brain. Yeah. Don't drink, kids. Alcohol is bad yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. It does things to or your noggin. Um. For me, the movie that I make uh, everyone watch, if I have a copy of it and we're around, is the the hit movie starring John Ritter called Stay Tuned. Oh, is that the one? Is that the one like where they go into yeah. into their backyard and they go in, in throughout the TV channels? Yeah, yeah. dude, that yeah. movie's yeah. awesome. It's so good, uh, especially when they go into the Looney Tunes. Yeah, oh that, god, that, that killed me. I'm a, I, got, I gotta write that down. Stay tuned. I want to get that. I haven't seen this yeah. movie. I gotta watch this. Dude, uh, you've never seen it? No, uh, I've never even heard that, of it. Do you hear the octave? That my voice may or may went not up. Be a movie you club. My voice, the octave is up because <laughs> yeah, we like the movie. So many octaves, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. On clench, on clench. So, <laughs> so for Casey, the and for everyone who probably hasn't heard of it, because it it is a fairly random find. Um, 
John Ritter plays a couch potato who just likes <laughs> sitting around and watching TV and not really doing not anything. Not an actual potato. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a potato. He's Miss Potato. Um, he, his marriage is kind of on the rocks. His kids don't really like him or, or respect him, nor should they, because all he does is sit around, eat, and watch TV. So the devil shows up, and I don't remember who the actor who plays him. It wasn't it. Um, it's one of those guys who just, you look at him and go, oh, yeah, he played the devil in the 80s. <laughs> Uh, it's like one of those i'll have to look it up later and tell you guys but he shows up and he, he's like oh yeah like i'm you know a new salesperson for satellite tv here like try oh my this god it's for free. it's mr rooney oh yeah yep yeah, that's what it is <laughs> what yeah mr rooney um, mr rooney from where from Fer- oh, no it's from well it's jeffrey jones it's the guy who was who plays the principal in ferris bueller's day off yeah mm. um so he goes here. Let me let me like install this for free, and if, you know, for a month you could try it. If you don't like it, we'll take it back, no charge. You get like a million channels. So John Ritter is like, hell yeah, sign me up. So they get it all situated, and he goes like a long story short. John Ritter goes to the backyard and gets sucked into the satellite dish and is put on TV, and he has to fight through all of the channels to make his way home and live. Now, if he becomes, like, uh, incapacitated by any means, that reflects in his in his body as well. Like, it's all, like, a one-to-one kind of thing. So, yeah. So, like, then his wife ends up going in. I think the dog goes in, too, at some point. Eugene Levy is in there. Um, he's a guy who's still trying to fight his way out, but he kind of, like, loves it in there. So, he stays. That, that was great. Yeah. Uh, but the best part for me was when he goes on to Looney Tunes and him and his wife are mice and there's a cat that's trying to like kill them. And the way that he gets out of that is just so ingenious. It's just like using the rules of the environment to his advantage. And he has to call upon his, you know, years of sitting in front of the TV and watching it for no, like you need to do nothing but that to save his wife and get out of there. So it's just like all this random useless knowledge is no longer useless anymore. It all has a purpose. That's good. That's really good. Oh, it was a great one. That might may or may not be a movie club. I was gonna. I was gonna say if you're saving it for your turn, man, I'm not gonna watch it just yet. <laughs> no, I mean that that wasn't on my list. That uh, I don't know how I just pulled that out, but I did. Uh, that may or may not be a next movie club. We will see. That was an amazing movie. Yeah, so good. So much nostalgia in it. Seriously. Too. Why did why don't they make another one of those? Well, like I know John Ritter's dead, which is like unfortunate and stuff. But like, make a stay tuned too. Because I think in this day and age, like like the 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 movies and I mean and the the TV shows would be really annoying. Like like it would involve reality TV stars. It would involve like I don't know the 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 chickens from the View. I don't know. Oh, but that would be so though. So so it would be pretty cool. It'd be like, you know, you have your reality show. Uh, you would have like anime. You would have like the view kind of thing. You would have. I mean, you're thinking in the sense of Game of, Th- Game of Thrones. You're thinking in the sense of where weird make it, but you're talking about Hollywood here, and Hollywood loves to fuck things up. Yeah. I feel like. Well, I, feel I mean, like I, I wouldn't would, even have Hollywood. Try to, they just try to make it about video games, and then it's like we already have Wreck It Ralph, which does, yeah, which just right. basically would do, it does you the mean, same you mean kind me of thing. Pixels, so that I'm saying there, because that's uh, exactly what Hollywood uh, thinks we although, want. Uh, although Pac-Man's a bad guy. Although, if they get like Judd Apatow and all those guys to make it, it'll probably come out fucking oh, awesome. Oh man, that'd be so cool. 
Think or about I was it, like Seth, say... Seth Rogen to be like John Ritter's <laughs> Seth character. Seth Rogen goes through this. You know? <laughs> think about it, dude. Think about it. If they got those guys to make it, guys who grew up watching TV like we did, you know, yeah. and probably watch the shit that's on there now, it would probably be fucking rock awesome. I was even going to say Robert Rodriguez. Ooh. But I've, I've been on a Robert Rodriguez kick, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be why. Um, I don't know. Does anyone else have a, a random movie that they like to drag people into? Not drag people into, but I got dragged into watching The Spirit when it first came out. Ooh, oh, man. I enjoyed it. Oh, God, I hated that movie. Me and my buddy. Really? Well, it was me and my buddy, Yuha. He was dating this girl, Dane, at the time. And I guess we, we missed it in theaters. She wanted to go see it, and we never wanted to go see it for whatever reason, blah, blah, blah. So finally, they broke up, and he's like, all right, man, we got let's, We rented it from Hollywood Video. And just gets, he was getting worse and worse, and finally we paused it. We're about to turn it off, and he goes, no, we've gone this far. We're halfway through the movie. We have to finish it. And I'm like, fine. We'll finish it together, man, but this is fucking bullshit. You're buying me pizza afterwards. And we finished watching the movie, and that that was pretty much... I have never seen it again. But... I hated it. Oh, oh yeah, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was close to the comic, but the movie was still a piece of shit. You know, just the way it was done and how he's doing, like, backflips off, like, the wall and whatnot. It's like... Yeah, that's what he does. There did a lot of stuff in there that was like unnecessary, and it just certain things of dialogue that took way too fucking long. Just like, well, I mean, yeah, that's Frank Miller right there. Like he, I think he wrote and directed it. I want to say, so I think he kind of yeah. Tried but to other, pull, Frank like, Miller, uh, other Frank Miller, other Frank Middle Miller adaptations were really good, like Three Hundred or but, Sin but City. But he didn't. No, 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 no. He wrote the movie. Uh, yeah, he did not the, write the comic. The spirit book is a character. is a comic book character that's almost eighty years old now. Yeah, by Will Eisner. Yeah, so well, I, I think that like yeah. a lot of people went into it thinking it was going to be like Sin City two, and just because of the direction it took, and it wasn't. But I liked a lot of the visuals. I thought it was fairly well acted. I thought Sam Jackson's bad guy was fucking in, awesome and like incredible. They got me. The, they call me the octopus because I got eight of everything. Yeah, it's just like so ridiculous, and that—that's I like that over the top kind of stuff. Um, over the top, yeah. But again, it's weird. It's like it's a weird combination. Like I can't sit through watching that, but yeah, I can sit down and watch like Desperado, which is also a weirdly over the top movie, you know, and enjoy it. Or from Dust Till Dawn, which is also an over the top movie, especially when they get to the bar and enjoy it. It's like a weird. I can't explain, it, but it has to have a nice perfect balance for me to think it's awesome and there's some well from Dust Till Dawn is awesome yeah I was just gonna too. say from Dust Till Dawn is not a bad movie I think no I know and a lot I know a lot of people who hate it just because it's over the top and I love it because nah. it's over the top over the top with Sylvester have, Stallone have you guys watched the series yet oh uh, no, no I, 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 I oh you gotta I, gotta I saw some of that. that and I was just like yeah I'll pass no it's really good it's awesome it's like it, it's the movie it's so it's like season one is the whole movie but they like really go into it and they like kind of like make things they stretch things out so you get to know the characters a lot better and yeah it's like obviously not jo- not george clooney or quentin tarantino playing the characters but it's like i think they do like a really good job and i it's really cool and robert rodriguez had a hand in it as well because i believe it's on his channel el ray it's like one of the first things he put on there so i watched season one and i thought it was fucking 
awesome because it kept that whole nature too of like it kept uh, Quentin Tarantino's like script intact and then it, it expanded on it too so definitely give it a chance or give it another chance if you have the time which time is sparse these days but uh yeah and speaking of time that's all we have for tonight guys yeah that's it that's all we got so tune in on thursday night at 9 30 p.m on twitch or feel free to find us or sir do you want to do the closing gig for me oh you got it bro you're so much better than me at it (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for watching the listening to the preview podcast listen to us every thursday night at 9 30 eastern standard time at badcodyfunky.com slash preview podcast uh tune in every thursday live at twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky to uh join the conversation you can also find us on itunes just search uh, badcodyfunky and on your mobile devices if you're on droid or uh on it or iphone you can go to soundcloud download the app and search for badcodyfunky listen to us that way as well until then, guys, we'll see you on Thursday. This has been uh, the Bearded Man is Dave. Yo! Booster Greg. What up? Steve Stacy. Hey! And I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you later, or we'll see you another time. Bye!